There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Things that you can do to help keep your eyes healthy. We all know how important our eyes are to our overall health. I know that for myself as an eye doctor, I studied for years and years and years to become an eye doctor. And even though I studied for so many years to become an eye doctor, there were certain things that I didn't follow myself. For example, I knew that there were certain things that I could do to keep my eyes healthier, but I didn't think that something would ever happen to my eyes, and I sort of didn't do some of these rules that are very, very important. But after my vision started to become worse, and I developed blind spots in my vision, I then became more and more interested, and I really went gung-ho. I went crazy trying to do all these things to keep my eyes healthy, but really by that time it was too late. I have a condition in which the retinas inside my eyes are damaged. The retina is a tissue that looks somewhat similar to that of tissue paper. It's very, very thin, it's very delicate, but it consists of millions and millions of different cells. Now, unfortunately for many people, the main cause of their vision loss is because these cells become damaged. When one cell becomes damaged, that cell can no longer process visual information normally, and we may not see quite well. But even though that we do have millions and millions of these cells, another important thing to understand about these cells is that one cell can also affect the health of another cell. Similar to the way that we might think, if we could imagine that we have a crate full of apples, and one apple right in the middle has become rotten you notice that the apples that are touching it, that are adjoining it, they also become rotten and soft. This is because some of the bacteria is, is damaging. The first apple will spread and damage the second and the third and the fourth apple, and before you know it, you have an entire barrel of apples that are damaged. Well, this is also what happens within the eye itself. When one of these cells in the retina becomes damaged, it does not give some of the nutritional materials to the cells that are next to it. As a result, the cells that are next to it, they do not function quite as normally, and with time they start to get weak and they die. So you could see it is almost like a contagious type of situation in which these cells become damaged. So what are some of the things that we know that we can do, and what are some of the things that we could tell our children and our friends and families about what they can do to keep their eyes healthy? Well, the first thing that you really should do is you should avoid smokers. That's right. We know that tobacco or people who smoke cigarettes, they have a much, much higher likelihood of developing eye conditions such as macular degeneration. People who smoke, this smoke can cause toxicity affect the cells within the retina. And when these toxins damage the cells of the retina, these cells are permanently damaged. There is nothing that could reverse it. In the same way that if a smoker smokes too much and it causes damage to the lungs, the smoke could also damage the eyes itself. 
So the most important thing, number one, is to stay away from smokers, or if you smoke, you should try to stop smoking. Number two, any time that you are outdoors, you really should wear glasses that are going to protect your eyes from the harmful rays of the sunlight. Now, many people often think that when we talk about wearing sunglasses, that you need to wear the darkest glasses possible. I've even had one patient where he even wore a welder's helmet when he was outdoors. But the truth to it is that you do not have to wear necessarily the darkest glasses possible. The important factor is that you have glasses that are specially treated to filter out the ultraviolet radiation. Now, the ultraviolet radiation is the same radiation that gives us a sunburn and it causes skin cancer. Or if we leave our clothes out on the clothesline outdoors, you'll notice that our clothes, the colored shirts and blouses, they start to become faded and that's because the ultraviolet light from the sun. Now, the ultraviolet light can damage the cells of the retina as well. So you want your doctor to prescribe glasses that will filter the ultraviolet light. Now, here's the important thing for you to remember, is that you can have a pair of glasses made that are perfectly clear. In other words, they're perfectly transparent. There's no tint or no color to it all, and it can filter out all the ultraviolet. So for some of my patients who do not like to wear tinted glasses, we will make them clear glasses that filter out all the ultraviolet. There's other times in which some patients are bothered by the brightness of the light, so we might put in a slight color. It might be a green or a gray or a brown, and we could change the darkness. So you can wear glasses that are going to protect your eyes very, very well and still give you that highest level of vision. They do not have to be so dark that you can't see at all. Number three. The third thing to do is that you really want to make certain that you are getting your eyes checked by an eye care professional at least once a year, and probably it would be better to get it twice per year. The reason for this is that even if you do have a condition, it's also possible that you may develop a second condition. For example, we see some people who have diabetes, they may also develop a cataract or glaucoma as well. Or we might see another person who has damage to the macula due to macular degeneration. Well, they can also develop other eye conditions. So it's very, very important that you get your eyes checked by an eye care professional once or twice each year. While you're there, you also want to ask your eye doctor to give you some charts. There are certain grids that look like graph paper with a bunch of checkerboards, and you could put that on your refrigerator door and check your vision each day. Your doctor will show you how to do that, and if there's any subtle changes in what you see on that grid, you could call your doctor and your doctor could treat it more quickly. Number four, you also want to take the appropriate means to eat the right foods. We now know that nutrition plays a very important role in the health of your eyes. We know, for example, that if you do eat things such as oatmeal, it's very healthy. It allows blood to circulate through the blood vessels of your eye better. We also know that you could eat berries, whether it's blueberries, boysenberries, blackberries. These types of berries that you could throw on your oatmeal also are very, very healthy for the retina itself. 
You could use these berries and put them over cornflakes, or you could blend them and make a shake out of it, but the berries are very, very helpful. We also know that during lunch, if you eat spinach salad, spinach and dark green vegetables are very, very good. One thing that I like to do is I like to get salmon, and by eating salmon on top of the spinach, you can have a nice salmon spinach salad. What happens here is that the spinach has a very, very high amount of nutritional ingredients that help the retina, while the salmon has something that's called the omega-3 fatty oils that are also very important for the nerves of the eyes as well as the brain. So there's different types of foods that you can eat that are very, very healthy for your eyes. You want to eat your fruits, vegetables, you want to eat fish that has a dark oil such as tuna and mackerel and salmon and you could also just take some vitamin supplements and number five the last thing to do to really keep your eyes healthy and to keep your vision maximal is to be active and to do things we know that when you are more active there's more connections that occur within the brain by doing this you're going to learn how to do things despite the fact that you may not see well as a result, a person who is partially sighted could still learn to use a computer or use electronic books or learn to golf or ski or to do something new. But all the studies are showing that these types of activities are very, very important to the brain. So I hope that these tips and recommendations are helpful to you as we begin this new year. And if you follow these tips, this will be something that you can do to preserve your vision. I hope this information is helpful to you, and please tune in next time we'll bring you more information on Airs LA. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshta. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Oh.